0: Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. This week we are interviewing Sojourner White, who we actually had interviewed before in the past a long, long time ago in season three, and I honestly forget which episode number it was. But if you haven't listened to the episode so Jenner helps students and young professionals incorporate travel into their careers Um, this passion came from a variety of experiences including studying abroad in places like Spain and Morocco Um, living as a Fulbright fellow in Spain and even interning abroad in Berlin she's been all over the world so now she is a graduate student I think still and a travel blogger and writer and she has a lot of great stories that she would like to share with us today. So welcome, sojourner. Welcome. I actually graduated early on in the pandemic. I was that
1: first, like May 2020 graduating class. So Ooh, I, am, okay. I am no longer a student. Praise the Lord. My gosh. <laughs> I do not miss grad school. I'm I'm grateful for it, but I'm not trying to go back. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good to hear. Well, congratulations for graduating, for graduating. And I guess, what are you doing now? We want to hear more about your, some recent travel experiences. And then I guess, what are you doing now for work? Does it still involve travel? Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, It's been quite the transition, honestly. The life I thought I was going to have after graduation is not the one I'm living, but there's still a lot of good in it. So I'm very grateful uh, for that. So now my master's degree is in international social work. So ideally, you know, I anticipated (laughs) on working abroad, but we know that kind of disappeared in March, 2020. So I actually pivoted. I got a job back in my hometown of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, doing research and evaluation consulting. So I'm in like the consulting project management type of space, which is, I guess, considered non-traditional for social workers. People always think, we just work for like child protective services or like do therapy. And I do neither of those things. So I'm doing that evaluation work. We are now at 100% remote team, which has opened up a lot of travel opportunities for me uh, to explore the U.S., which I hope to do early next year. I have like a three and a half month adventure plan for myself working remotely around the country. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, but on top of that, still doing travel blogging, content creation. I won my first travel award from the Black Travel Alliance and MMGY Global this past year, doing a lot of travel writing. Uh, this has been my most financially like fruitful year as a travel writer. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's been great. I did a train ride from Chicago to California this summer. That was Mm. a lot of fun and got me really into train travel, which I also have planned for 2022. So I went to Hawaii. I, I feel like I'm making the most as much as I possibly can of kind of finding new and creative and maybe different ways that I didn't consider traveling before.
0: Okay, how long was that train ride? That's a long, a long it,
1: way. It was fifty-two hours. Oh um, my god! It was called the California Zephyr. There was no Wi-Fi on the train. Fun oh fact. So, which I actually <laughs> knew that going into it, and I thought it would bother me. So I bought like a portable hotspot. I didn't end up needing it because I actually really enjoyed disconnecting. For mm-hmm. like, it's two. Di- it's two nights, and then the third day is when you finally arrive in emeryville california in particular and then i caught the bus to san francisco which is maybe like
0: 15 minutes or so if that okay and does the train stop at all or is it just a straight ride for 52 hours
1: no they make stops so this is considered like the most scenic train in the united states according to my google searches i bought it on impulse by. There may or may not have been wine involved when I got it that night, but <laughs> it was more of like, I really want to leave the house and do something cool. Where can I go? I'm like, I'm gonna go sit on a train. And so mm-hmm. you actually go through like the Rocky Mountains, like the Chicago to like Chicago, like to Nebraska part, isn't that? I mean, if you like the Midwest plains, <laughs> then I guess you <laughs> like you think it's scenic, but it's really when you get to Denver and the Denver to, uh, to Emeryville or even the Denver to like Utah or Nevada like that's the most scenic part where you go to the Rocky Mountains it's really gorgeous I documented on my TikTok and my Instagram and it was it, it was a hit number one which I did not realize people were interested in train travel um, but also it was just a really beautiful ride they have an observation car where there's windows on both sides. You can sit there all day and just go through all of this nature. And there are stops in Denver, Grand Junction, someplace in Nevada. I don't really know all the stops because I was, like, eating. I had a roomette, so I had a little room. I wasn't in coach, which was really fun because yeah. um, three days is a long time to be in coach for me personally. So I was splurged <laughs> a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but it was a really fun trip. I, I loved it a whole lot. I really did
0: yeah I I would definitely do something like that because that's a good way to just get like a few days off and not have to think about anything like all you gotta do is just travel and enjoy the view
1: yeah that's pretty much what I did and also like writing and blogging it's great if you need to get some work done that doesn't involve (laughs) wi-fi you know making the word docs you just type and write also meeting new people there's a The demographic I learned for Amtrak is predominantly like older white couples is who I saw the most because who else? Like if you're retired, you know, like, you know, you you have time to go and take a scenic train ride. So I talked to a lot of different couples who have taken like 75 trains, like all of these different rides like around the country. So it was I, I learned a lot just by eating and talking to them.
0: Wow, that's nice. And so you said you had kind of already planned out another trip, like your three-month trip for work. Are you doing like similar train rides or is it a combination of a bunch of different stuff? Yeah, so
1: since I work remotely, I'm really going to lean into that in 2022. One, I love to travel. to because I'm in Wisconsin, I don't like winter. So it's <laughs> also like very strategic in going to southern states uh, for this for this adventure but there will be train rides i want to do like the three big train rides it's the california zephyr um the coast starlight which goes from la to seattle and then they have the Empire Builder that goes either from Seattle or Portland. You can go to either one of those and it actually goes back to where I live in Milwaukee. So I have a whole little- really? Yeah, yeah. There's three of them that are like the top one. There are other ones um, that run through the South, I believe, but those are considered three of the top scenic train rides in the country.
0: Okay. I mean, I live like really close to Portland now. So I'm like, I didn't know this train existed. Maybe you
1: yeah. should <laughs> Yeah, there's one. If you live in Portland, you can go from, I think Portland, I think it ends in New York, I believe. I'm, I would stop oh in Milwaukee or Chicago.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I know for sure it goes all the way to Chicago. I don't know where it goes after that, but I'm assuming it probably goes somewhere to the East Coast. And then you could definitely go down and do the one from like Seattle to LA. That's really close to you. And you can take a train. Yeah. Like the first train probably won't be the scenic one but then the the second one will be the one down the coast
0: okay you giving me ideas I'm about to start making plans I definitely I haven't really thought about taking trains like that in the U.S. like I've done it in Europe a bunch but I just don't outside of like my hometown or like I would take the train to get from like Virginia to Pennsylvania because that's where I went to school and lived before but outside of that I haven't really thought like there would be scenic rides going on to all these different places. Yeah, same. Because I I went to school in Illinois, so I caught
1: I did the bus, also did the train a little bit. I went to grad school in St. Louis, so I caught the the Amtrak up, or I took the Greyhound depending upon the time. I prefer the Amtrak. um I Yeah, think Amtrak is a little more relaxing, but yeah, I never had done anything longer than maybe six hours on a train. So to do the full fifty two was a slight change kind of I spent most of my childhood doing a lot of road trips to visit family so I'm was I'm accustomed to sitting for long hours Mm -hmm. Uh, I would go from like Milwaukee to New Orleans or other parts of Louisiana that's like at least 18 hours driving with me and my parents and my siblings or we would go from like Milwaukee to Pennsylvania which can be about 12 hours so I think that was like good like a good foundation and good practice for for the train ride
0: yeah I guess that's true like getting used to just sitting down and being patient like that because I think I don't know I could do it but I would also need frequent stops where I could like get out and do other stuff so if that's not a possibility we'll see (laughs) I gotta get used to it first
1: oh they definitely have stops so and that was my one thing I should have done. I was so like pumped just to be on the train that I didn't take advantage of all of the stops. So they do, I want to say they're about 15 to 30 minutes tops in different cities along the way where you can go and like stretch your legs, get some fresh air. And when I, And it was July, so the weather was really nice too. So mm-hmm. they, do ha, they do build those in. I think Denver is normally the longest one, but it's not like long enough for you to go like explore Denver like it's not that long because they they also will leave you (laughs) if you're not back (laughs) in time like they can't find you well oh well Um, and now with the mask mandate they will also remove you if you don't have your mask Mm. on while on the train which personally I'm not a I'm not opposed
0: to that yeah for safety reasons Understandable, understandable. Well, have you done any other travel outside of train travel? I guess in the past year and a half <laughs> since we last spoke.
1: Yeah, I actually went to Hawaii, and end of May. It was really an impulse trip. I went with friends. We kind of just did it. Uh, they were supposed to go to Kenya, I think, and hmm. they ended up rerouting just because of COVID. And we ended up staying in a yurt on like a Mm -hmm. macadamia nut farm. If you can't tell, I really love staying in non-traditional places. I I, I enjoy it. (laughs) Uh, What part of Hawaii was this? It was Big Island, so Kona. Okay. Uh, So that one. And we were in a yurt. It was like a full farm. There were chickens. like There were (laughs) ghosts. But we had this beautiful yurt to ourselves. I had a lanai, which... I had not heard that term before, but it's pretty much like a very large porch. Uh, we got, like, massages out there, which the Airbnb host had, like, a connection with someone in town. Um, it was beautiful. I The food was great. Did a lot of the outdoor activities and didn't really come into contact with a lot of people, honestly. Outside of, like, getting there, like, the airport and, you know, getting the rental car, it was a pretty secluded trip to be out of you know our states
0: yeah well Hawaii is already like a pretty secluded place to be <laughs> compared to anywhere else in the U.S. just because it's like a remote island yeah <laughs> definitely definitely and,
1: and but then we were like so far from the resorts so yeah it was, so, it so it was, was even it, more
0: secluded yeah 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 I I get that um I spent like my summer doing an internship in French Polynesia and we were also like away from the resorts. We were kind of like more on like the local side of it. And after a while, I mean, we were in a beautiful place, don't get me wrong. But after like the first month, I think I was getting a little homesick because, <laughs> because it was such a secluded place. And like there weren't that many people on the island. And you literally like it, the Wi-Fi wasn't great. Like you just got bored after a minute. Like you could only see the same beach so many times. Like. <laughs> It was like it was really stressful, but I feel like Hawaii is a bit more. There's a bit more to do, and there's like a bit more people to see. I feel like and things to be around. Yeah, it was a long flight too. It was. Oh yeah. It
1: was eleven hours. I'm like, oh, I didn't know all this. It's.
0: Oh yeah. From where? Where'd you leave? Oh, uh, I left from Milwaukee. Oh, okay, so yeah, that would have been. Yeah, <laughs> and even some of uh, the people
1: we met, we went to. One of our favorite places was like a local spot named Super J's and they're like oh we don't normally get people from the midwest here (laughs) because it's so far away it's like 11 hours people they said people either go to Puerto Rico or Hawaii like depending upon where you are geographically which I guess makes sense that Puerto Rico would be closer to us
0: yeah understandably um I'm kind of like the exact opposite I think a flight to Puerto Rico would be like 12 hours (laughs) for me
1: yeah yeah because you're in Portland area yeah like the completely other side yeah (laughs) aside from Hawaii the only well I went to San Francisco after the train ride which I had never been to California before that was my first Mm. time in California I want to go back because I think I was really I did not do my research and I'm normally pretty good at this the wind in San Francisco oh yeah (laughs) my gosh in July I was like I could have stayed in Milwaukee it's hot there <laughs> uh, it definitely was, like, a slight weather adjustment for July, but the food was incredible. I, I absolutely loved the food in San Francisco. That was a solo trip. That was fun. I did another solo trip to Chicago. It was only, like, an hour and a half Amtrak ride from Milwaukee. So I go there anytime I want, like, a little getaway uh, yeah that's a nice break yes anytime I can go and even if it's just me staying in like the hostel room or a hotel room and ordering food like any little break that I can that I can get I'm definitely gonna try
0: yeah I've never actually been to Chicago like what's like the one thing everyone must do if they go there oh Uh, it depends on what you like
1: I really, I really like going thrift shopping in Chicago because we have so many thrift stores um, Mm -hmm. compared to to Milwaukee. I would say people always go and get the deep dish pizza, but a lot of my friends from undergrad are in, are from Chicago and none of them actually eat deep (laughs) dish pizza. I think the one is like Luminati's pizza is actually what they what they like, Portillos is a big thing there for food. I don't eat chicken, but Harold's obviously that's like the chicken spot mm. in uh in Chicago. So I really go to, if you can't tell, I go there to eat and shop. Those are <laughs> my primary reasons for for going to Chicago. But I think they have a gorgeous skyline probably. I would say Chicago has the best skyline in in the US. I think it's absolutely beautiful.
0: Okay, understandable. Food and shopping are always great reasons <laughs> to see a new place. So I might have to make that trip or take that train from Portland to Chicago.
1: I mean, that would be super dope. Like, pretty great trip.
0: Right. <laughs> so I guess we, we talked a lot about trains, about your recent travel. We're going to start to wrap up now. And I guess it'll just be really advice questions. And the first one would be, are there any misconceptions about travel that you would put to rest for someone that's maybe interested in traveling, but maybe heard it was like too expensive or too, like they don't have time, something like that. Like what misconceptions would you put to rest about travel?
1: Oh, this is a great question because I actually asked my community on Instagram, what are some of their travel planning or things that annoy them about travel planning and stuff. And I think one of the things that always comes up is that it takes so much work to plan a good trip. Um and it's and it can be overwhelming. I agree with that, but I think the bigger misconception is that you have to plan this really elaborate trip and that it has to be super expensive and that's just not true. Like there's a there's a trip within your budget. Now it is going to cost money, right? Like some money is is needed, but I think people assume that you have to have this elaborate extravagant trip and that's not always what you what you need or want and so it's not hard to find or plan a trip within your budget you just gotta know where to look really and know your travel style which you really only get from traveling
0: (laughs) very true thanks for explaining that because I feel like people always think like this trip's way too expensive but they're also looking at like a five-star resort in like St. Thomas where it costs like hundreds of dollars to stay there at night and it's like you don't necessarily need to stay in that resort.
1: (laughs) There are so many questions you can ask yourself like once you decide where you want to go you can establish like how you want to live while you're there like we could have stayed in a resort in Hawaii but I don't have resort money. So <laughs> we found the the yurt on Airbnb and did more of a glamping experience, which is not like the hostel life, but it's also not a super duper luxurious life. And thankfully I went with two friends and we were able to split a lot of the cost. So I think our whole trip was like $1,500 maybe per person for a week in Hawaii, which is really good. But I think it's really just about finding the right places things to do and in a place to make it make it your own
0: very true and then my final question is of all the places you've been like in your whole life what place would you recommend every black woman should travel
1: Oh, I like the spin on that question. Normally it's, what's your favorite country? But
0: I I like that.
1: Oh, a place for all Black women to travel. That's hard. I'm trying to think. Mm.
0: This is a tough one. I'm always curious to see. That is
1: so (laughs) tough. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm like racking my brain right now to see. I think uh, you are really uh, this question I'm never (laughs) speechless you got me I want to say like no matter what I really like Mexico there's just something about their culture like that's actually where um, I wanted to I planned on working from remotely uh, at the end of this year but with the new variants decided not to but i think there's just something about mexican culture that just draws me, myself as a black woman and lots of other black women that i know to it i don't know what it maybe it's like the food i don't know but i feel like mexico is is really nice and there i haven't been to like every place in mexico but I would definitely say I enjoyed. I've been to like obviously Tulum a bunch of times, but Cancun, Valladolid, which is a smaller, smaller town there. Um, I would say I would say Mexico, and I would say Costa Rica is a close second.
0: Okay, well there you have it, folks. Mexico and Costa Rica—you got to visit. Book that next trip. Ignore all the misconceptions, like. <laughs> Yeah,
1: like, you know, I mean, use common sense, you know, be cautious as as you would be in any (laughs) other. Like, I feel like if you can survive any of the big U.S. cities, you'll be all right.
0: (laughs) Like, anywhere else. If you can go to New York, Chicago, all these places, like, you can go to Mexico or or, Costa Rica. Exactly. And hopefully,
1: my plan was to do more um, traveling in, like, West African and East African countries. So, hopefully, maybe that'll change once I go to Go to a different country, but I think those two are my top right now.
0: Oh yeah, those are also on my goal list. Before COVID, I had planned all these trips to Africa, and now it's like they're delayed or just not happening. So
1: I know I keep seeing photos from like Senegal and Tanzania and
0: uh, Zanzibar. I, yes,
1: <laughs> there are so many places that I think I would I would enjoy as well. So people should hit me up later after (laughs) give me give me a few more years hopefully COVID's gone
0: so then we'll get there
1: so then we can see what happens when I broaden my travels
0: well thank you so much so Jennifer doing this interview again if y'all haven't listened to her first episode make sure you go back and listen to it I'll link it in the show notes so y'all can easily find it Also, I forgot to ask this earlier, but will you shout out your social media and your blog and all that so people can find you? And I'll also link that in the show notes, too. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at
1: The Sojourneys. So T-H-E-S-O-J-O-U-R-N-I-E-S. And then I believe across everything else I should know on TikTok, (laughs) uh, like Twitter, Facebook, it's just at Sojourneys. And then my website is Sojourneys.com.
0: Alrighty, so I'll link all that in for you guys so you can easily find her, see where she's going next. Look at those train rides because yes. I definitely will. <laughs>
1: oh, I should also add, I started a YouTube this year because why not? I'm at home anyway. So I, so that's also so journeys, and I'll be documenting a lot more of my adventures. I discovered video editing is kind of my thing and I really enjoy it. So check
0: me out there for more video content. Alrighty. So that'll be in the notes too. So make sure y'all look at it.